Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Just the 90 minutes from wherever you are. What do you got, Linz? So we talked about this on Friday. LAUSD schools all closed today. The first day of a three-day strike led by the service worker union representing about 30,000 bus drivers, cafeteria workers, custodians, and special ed assistants. Members of the local teachers union walked out in solidarity too. And no school means no sport. So this is the other part a lot of people didn't think about. So the strike is heavily impacting high school athletics this week. Many high school coaches are also on campus teachers who will participate in the strike, which means sports like baseball, softball, boys volleyball, track and field. They can't practice or they can't participate in competition without their coach. So if the strike continues through Thursday like it's supposed to, all those sports will continue to be off as well. So that's what you need to know. Wow. Yeah, that's too bad. I mean, it's kind of wild right now. Yeah, you know, my sister's a special ed teacher, has been for a really long time. So, I mean, I, I, I understand, you know, all these different workers, bus drivers, cafeteria workers, you know, special ed teachers, etc., all saying, hey, we got to make more money. You know, the world is so crazy right now. I went out for lunch to this place today, Z Falafel, right? I ordered a plate um, with a soda, like a, a Perrier water, whatever it was. And, and a, you know, the, the meal, it was like $25. I mean, everything is so expensive right now. Gas at Costco is still almost $5. So if you're making $35,000, dollars $60,000 as a teacher, how do you live in L.A.? How do you live in Orange County? How do you live in Southern California? It's tough. It's it's brutal. So, it is brutal. And I feel for everybody. But on the other hand, hold on. You got into this business. You know, you decided you wanted to be a special ed teacher, little sister. You want to be a bus driver or it's a job that you 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 got and you're holding on to. And now these kids are stuck. No school, no sports. And by the way, it sticks it to the parents too, right? Because the parents are like... I got to get my kids to school because I got to go to work. So it just kind of screws everybody's stuff up. I feel for you guys, man. It's a tough spot to be yeah, in. Yeah, I mean, listen, they did choose that particular profession, but they chose. It, it is a noble profession to choose. You're not going into it for the money. You're going into it for the ability to affect lives. That's the point. So you, you didn't go into it and go, wait a second. I was becoming a school teacher. Right. You told me I was going to make a million dollars. No, 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 no. But what I would say is there becomes a point where there has to be, to what, to what you were acknowledging, a livable wage as life gets more expensive and we're seeing inflation, deflation, shrinkflation, all the flations. You got to take care of people, man. Yeah, listen, it's, it, it's, look, it's a tough conversation to have because on one hand, you know, as prices go up, you would love for your salary to go up with it, but it just doesn't work like that, you know? I mean, listen, if prices are going up, that means a lot of places are making more money. Yeah. Well, listen again. I, I understand the I, cost of business is going up, but at the end of the day, the company in that particular instance that's producing said product um, is going to make more money. Now, when we're talking about the educational system, um, I would imagine. Now, I'd have this is going way too deep in the weeds, but I would imagine that with sales taxes and things of that nature, with prices going up, 
in theory, sales tax should be going up, which in theory should be helping uh, monetize some of these uh, situations in regards to the local governments. Now, is that what happens with sales tax? It goes to teachers? I mean, not all of it, but I would imagine there is a percentage of stuff that goes towards education. Oh. Um, but again, that's probably going way too in the weeds. But nonetheless, when stuff goes up, yeah, salaries need to go up too. Everybody's or only these people's? I mean, everybody's. And mine doesn't. I mean, it should. But you also- I agree. You also negotiate a contract every certain amount of years. Yeah, but you know what? I didn't know that gas was going to be this expensive. Well, that, I didn't know food was going to be this expensive. So yeah. give me more. Okay. I mean, but you make a lot of money. I do not make a lot of yes, money. Yes, you do. You think I do? I do think you do. I don't think so. I, I mean, you know. I mean, I think, listen, don't get me wrong. I don't you mean to sound- You just afford those fine new Air Force Ones with the gummy- uh, bottoms i don't i listen to me i i understand i mean it was like half hard you're yeah. not like real hard you're just like no. half hard is everybody hearing this yeah only half yeah only half hard. maybe like three quarters hard i guess i better you're not all hard i guess i better you're not wearing the full I, air force ones I better run back to the dock yeah, i'm just saying you know what i'm saying yeah look compassion to be sure for all of these folks um why is laura pointing at me you know why. I don't know why. Go ahead. I don't, I'm getting a testosterone shot tomorrow after that I wasn't talking about that. I was oh. talking about like oh. hard as in you're hard because you're oh. wearing those shoes because you want See? the smoke. Right. Laura Laura understands. Laura's like, you better I'm run and get a testosterone to... shot, pal. I mean, <laughs> Different kind I'm of hard. Yeah. Go, yeah. All right. Yeah. Like Will You guys, Ferrell, your mind's going you know, the gutter. Like Will Ferrell hard. Like when in that movie, you know, where Kevin Hart has to teach him how to get hard. Cause, exactly. Because he's going to jail. Yes. Like that kind of hard. Yeah. All right. All right, listen, hey, teachers, bus drivers, cafeteria workers, um, I feel for you. Like Shaka Khan, I feel for you. And for all the moms and dads out there and, and their kids are at home and it's affecting how they got to go to work or can't go to work, I feel for you too. So not a good situation, this whole L.A. Unified School District situation. All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spot. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. I feel for you. Uh. I think I love you. Uh. Oh yeah. So Mario Chalmers made news this week. Mario Chalmers. Mario Chalmers hit one of the biggest shots in NCAA history, okay? And hit a lot of big shots in the NBA, too. You ever see uh, Jay Farrow, the comedian, do do Stephen A. Smith on SNL, where he goes, Mario Chalmers should never touch the basketball in the last 30 seconds of a game. Uh, I disagree. That dude's got ice in his veins. Mario Chalmers, I love this man. Yeah. We are close friends. Yeah. But in the last few seconds of an NBA basketball game, Mario Chalmers should never touch the ball. Give me, it to LeBron. Let me tell you something about Mario Chalmers before I play this cut. Go ahead. Okay, about how he said no one's really scared of LeBron, not like they were of Jordan. Um, Mario Chalmers, I'll never forget when LeBron uh, and Bosch joined Wade in Miami. And Mario Chalmers was one of the few leftovers because they had drafted him in the second round or whatever. And he played really well as a rookie. Mm-hmm. And he played really well during that era with that team. I, like I said, he had big shots. He played great defense. He was like, I actually, you know, if you look at the LeBron history of point guards, I know Kyrie, you know, was great with him and they won a championship. But I've always said LeBron is better suited. I mean, Kyrie to me is like a combo guard. He's not like a point guard per se. Um, but LeBron's point guard per se yeah. should be a guy that could defend and hit threes like that to me is when he's been at his best um but mario chalmers i'll never forget 
I was listening in on a conversation by one of the reporters in Miami at the time. And the reporter asked him, and this was like a legit question. Like he was like giving him, it's kind of like with you and Travis where you, you thought you were giving Travis a compliment. Right. And Travis didn't take it that way. I mean, I said he's big, he's unathletic, he doesn't move real well, but he knows the angles of the game, and, and that's why he killed us. Right. You added that other stuff, but in theory, you were trying to give him a compliment, correct? I was trying. So the the journalist in this case was trying to give Mario Chalmers a credit, and Laker fans, um, they'll giggle about this, because the journalist said, so do you think you can be like the Derek Fisher of this group? Mm-hmm. And Mario Chalmers had that stink face like, Derek Fisher, please. Derek Fisher. Puh. He's like, and then the reporter's like, well, who do you see your game more like? He's like, Chris Paul. And like, <laughs> it took every ounce of me not to laugh in front of him because it's like, bro, you're not Chris Paul. But he really is. He really was, at least for that team, more of like the Derek Fisher type because he hit big shots. He played good defense. Um, so Mario Chalmers was on a podcast. Whose podcast? The Playmaker HQ. Everybody's got a podcast. Dude, though. not only everybody has one, but I mean, Look, I'm not downing on anybody for having a podcast because everybody should start their own podcast. Right. YouTube it, put it on whatever platform you want. If you can, do it, man. I'm, I'm f- for everybody having a podcast. But these podcasts, there's so many of them now. Yeah, there's a lot. Like, who's the guy who or girl? Who's the host of this podcast? I don't know. Who hosts the Playmaker HQ podcast? It's kind of it's kind of a random guy, I guess. Uh, okay. I looked into it. It's nobody notable. Shout out no, to the no random offense. guy on yeah. Playmaker, Playmaker HQ. And you're notable now, pal. So he was talking to Mario Chalmers, and Mario Chalmers had this to say about Bron. Nobody fears Bron. Nobody's like, damn, I gotta go play this Bron tonight. Nobody said that. I don't know why. Because I've seen people be scared when they actually line up to them, but they're not scared thinking about that matchup. You hear anybody from that era talk about going against Jordan, there's a fear. Right. So when you have people that fear a player, then that's telling you something different already. Like, Jordan's just that guy. Like, everything was, I wanna be like Mike. So it, he was talking in comparison to Jordan. Now, he did say that when they actually line up against him, he could see guys kind of, you know, clamming up a little bit. So it wasn't really as hard as the headline. Um, speaking of hard, uh, as the headline. <laughs> su- only half. Suggested, right? Yeah. It was like three quarters hard. <laughs> kind of like you and your gummy shoes, your Air Force Ones. Yeah. Um, so, but here, here's what I would also say. Mario Chalmers played with LeBron at a time when LeBron was not feared. The Boston Celtics were the team when, especially when Mario Chalmers and when LeBron started to play with Mario Chalmers and those guys. The Boston Celtics were the team to fear. It was KG, it was Ray Allen, it was Paul Pierce, it was Rondo, it was Perkins, right? Like Doc Rivers was always saying, "Oh, whenever we had our starting five, we never lost a series." That kind of that's what Doc used to always say about those guys. So he is sort of right, but then what happened was. LeBron wins those two championships there. And LeBron, after leaving there, really kind of became the guy. You know what I mean? Like that kind of solidified him as, oh, he's definitely the best player in the sport. He's controlling the chessboard for a while. Now, granted, the Warriors got KD. That changed some things. But um, but as far as the individual player, there was no discussion that who the best player was like it was him for a long stretch of time right um especially after he had won those championships so i i think that mario chalmers played with lebron at a time where he was still becoming lebron uh in a lot of ways he was 25 when he went to miami but i think this is how i hear it mario chalmers is talking about today's lebron no he's talking about then like when he played with him he is 
Because he said, I saw guys get scared once they finally lined up against him, but not going into the matchup. Okay, so just... Oh, wait, wait. Are we going to do the thing, Kathy, yeah, where, yeah. where you, a... you want to dispute what somebody else said about Just LeBron? said on the air right now. Okay, look. Yeah. I say we play it again. Okay. And on. then I'm going to tell you my interpretation... Right, here we go. ...of what Mario Chalmers just said about Cap LeBron. interpretations, yes. Yeah. yeah. Nobody fears Brock. Fears. Nobody's like, damn, I got to go play this Brock tonight. Nobody said that. I don't know said. why. Because I've seen people be Past scared tense. when they actually line up to them, but they're not scared thinking about that matchup. You hear anybody from that era talk about going against Jordan? That era. There's a fear. Right. That era. So when you right. have people that fear a player, and that's telling you something different already. Like, Jordan's just that guy. Like, everything was, I want to be like Mike. Yeah. But so, said was past tense. Right. But here's, here's how I hear it, okay? Yeah. When Michael Jordan played, right. the other guys in the league were afraid of him. They feared him. Mm-hmm. It's just the same way a lot of guys feared, past tense, Tiger Woods back in the old days, okay? Mm-hmm. I think what Mario Chalmers is saying is that currently, right now, players don't fear LeBron. And by the way, I would agree with Mario Chalmers, and I will use this as a data point. George, what was the guy's name last year? He plays for Detroit. I couldn't tell you this guy's name. Isaiah I, Stewart. I've never, I'd never heard of Isaiah Stewart. And I've never heard of Isaiah Stewart since. But the night that Isaiah Stewart... Well, he's hurt this year, yeah. Oh, well, thank you for that. Yeah. That's probably why I haven't heard of him. Yeah. And he plays for Detroit. Right, there's that too. You're definitely not watching Detroit Pistons basketball. Right. But when that guy... They'll I- be good in a couple years, though. When Isaiah Stewart, last year, yeah. I mean, he was probably like a second-year player. I mean, yeah. he was a very young guy. Mm-hmm was all up in LeBron's face. Yeah. No reverence whatsoever. Right. No, hey, Mr. King, I'm so sorry I just ran into you. I know that you're the star of our league, and I fear you, and so I'm going to just be over here being a little Detroit Pistons second-year guy. No. This nobody in the NBA went nose-to-nose, face-to-face, pointing himself at LeBron like, let's, let's go. And I said that night, Nobody, these young kids in the league, they don't respect LeBron. They they may respect what he's done. They may respect what he's accomplished. But I'm with Mario Chalmers. They do not fear 38-year-old LeBron James anymore. Okay. Anymore is a different story, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I hear it as it's a right now thing. <clears throat> I think he was, I mean, maybe I was wrong, but I saw guys like Danny Ainge go at Michael Jordan when he's with the Phoenix Suns and the Boston Celtics. Like, well, I'm not saying guys don't go at him. I'm just—I mean, I—all I, I, I'm saying is I can cherry pick scenarios where guys go at guys too, like even Jordan. You know, John Starks used to go at Jordan. Look, John if, Starks was in the CBA before he played for the Knicks. If Mario Chalmers don't say what he says, we're not talking about Mario Chalmers. So Mario Chalmers says something; it's semi-newsworthy, and you hear it one way, and I hear it another. But I just look back at that moment last year against Detroit when that little kid, nobody, stood face-to-face with LeBron rather than backing down like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, LeBron. No, but nobody... I mean, listen, when you get into that kind of physical altercation, people are going to go at each other. That's like, that's normal. I just feel like you're a young nobody in the NBA and he's LeBron James. You're like, yo, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. That's what you would do. Well, yeah. Because I'm a respectful person. Yeah, nah, I respect I don't my think elders. I, I don't think a real competitor would do that. Well, I'm a competitor as well, eh. but I respect my elders. Half-heartedly. <laughs> He's like, eh. You don't find me to be competitive? You're not a competitor. At times. You don't think so? At no? times. I mean, I was really upset this weekend when when Travis beat us down yeah. in Sliwa. Yeah. I, was, I mean, as a competitor, I was pissed. Yeah. You're selectively competitive. Mm. Speaking of which, 
you kind of reminded me of something. I got something that uh, has stuck in my craw for a week that I wanted to bring up, actually. Okay. Let's get into that. And I do want to get into a little tourney talk um, because the uh, the tourney will be back. We'll be back at Yamav on Thursday for the Sweet 16. So we can get into some of that next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Uh, uh, You yeah. know what song this is? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, other than the uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what song it is? I think it's, um, I think it's like, Is this uh, just the, uh, Laura just cheated and told him. No, Laura told him? Yeah, I, I didn't did. hear it. I it's just the instrumental. Said. I didn't hear what oh, she okay, said. Okay, good. It's just the instrumental. Yeah. But, but off, off the top of my head, I think it's like, is this peaches and cream? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> off the top of right. my head. Right, right. I'm, I'm not letting you slide right? with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, Laura may have, I heard somebody whisper peaches and cream, but I wasn't sure who it was. Look, and then you can't ever say Laura's not on your side. Thank you. She is on my side. Lately, yeah. she's been siding with the All right, right side, so my who, side. Who's the band? She sided. That sings peaches and cream. What do you mean, who's the band that sings peaches and cream? Yeah, who is the artist? I thought Peaches and Cream were the artists. No, that's no, the name of the song. Oh, my B. Yeah, the yeah. group, the group. Oh, give me aren't a hint. Are they a separate thing? Aren't they from the 70s, Peaches and Cream? No, Peaches and Herb Herb, yeah. Yeah, Herb. Herbs. It's what? A- give me a hint. Who's the group? Give me a hint. Come it's on. It's a number. Yeah, it is a number. It's 13? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you come up with 13? I don't know, seven? No. Three numbers. Seven. Three digit number. Six, two, one. What is that? I don't know. Just a number. One twelve. One twelve. Yeah. I never heard of a one twelve. I mean, come on. I never would have gotten it. Yeah. They're from Bad Boy Records, man. Oh, really? Yeah. Bad Boy. <laughs> Do people say that? No. no. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if they did or not. <laughs> hey, by the way, speaking of bad boys. Yeah. Uh, right now, as we head into what I believe is the fifth inning, I got to take a quick look here. Yeah. Japan's still leading, right? Japan is up three one. I'm looking Top at of the o- six, yeah. I'm looking at Otani right now. Going to the outfield. What, here's what I think's happening though. Yeah. Otani's got a glove in both oh, hands. Oh, he's going to the bullpen. He's going to the bullpen. Which means He doesn't have a glove in both hands. He has like it looks like a water canister. Is that there. what that is? Yeah. Gosh, I can't I'm, listen to me. The lights in this studio no, they're are not. so bright. No, they're not. The I can't the see lights it. are the same thing right behind you. I'm wearing I'm still wearing my sunglasses in the studio. God. Three to one. Yeah. Japan over the USA. Mm-hmm. Trey Turner up at the plate right now for the U.S. Yeah. 
Otani, it seems, has gone to the bullpen, which means we are likely going to see Otani pitch Try to close for, the game for out. Japan. Yeah. And wouldn't it be insane? Just total insanity. Let me guess. All right? It's 3-1. Yeah. Bases juiced. Right. Otani's pitching. And who's coming up to bat? You know who's coming up. Mike Trout? Correct. Oh. And then Trout, Grand Salami, off of Otani for the win. That's not happening. You don't think? I don't think that he's going to hit a home Did run. Did you mean to rhyme? By the way, Trey Turner flied out to left field. That sucks. One out in the sixth. Mm. Top of the sixth. 3-1 Japan. Things are getting dicey. They are. Japan's good. So... Lindsay, did you load that sound somewhere? I am putting it in there right now. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. But real quick, the tournament. Yeah. You mean like the NCAA tournament? Yes. Okay, just want to make sure I knew which one you were talking about. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. There's been a lot of upsets. Okay. Okay. 11 teams represented, or 11 conferences rather, represented in the Sweet 16. That's the, uh, the most ever. Okay. Okay. Pulling up my brackets right now. Is that a good thing? Yes, it's great. Why do you think it's a good thing? Because everybody's got a chance. Listen. Off the top of my head, I said, I just pulled up my brackets. Listen, when Creighton is playing Princeton, to me, that's a great thing. Princeton can make it to the Sweet 16. To me, that's really cool. They don't have guys that are being recruited by Duke or Kentucky or North Carolina or Kansas or UCLA or even USC for that matter. Princeton's got a bunch of guys that none of the major schools would ever look at. They're here. I think that's awesome. Um, I look at Alabama and San Diego State, just giving you an example. San Diego State's a, a team, got a bunch of much older guys. You watch San Diego State play, I watch that team. Dude, you'll see the bodies on these guys because they're grown men. They're not 18-year-old children. Right. I give them a real shot against Alabama. <laughs> What you think that's out of you think that's ridiculous? No, I'm not. Um, by the way, oh, we just lost our signal on the direct TV Come because on, of the damn man. rain. Come yeah. on, that's what I was laughing at. Oh. And also, Cisco Rocks tweeted us in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust. What's he saying? And you can join the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust by joining our Twitter community. Go to Twitter. Go to the community section. Type in Sedano and Cap, and you'll find us. He said one plus twelve equals thirteen. Hey, 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 hey! Yeah. yeah, not bad. Listen, George, Florida Atlantic University is playing Tennessee. They are. Guys, listen. I grew up down in South Florida. Yeah, Flor- just south of Boca, yeah. where FAU is. South Florida Atlantic University. Yeah, didn't nobody, exist. Nobody went to school there. Yeah, well, it didn't exist when you were there. Yeah, um, listen. The football program. Right, Lane Kiffin was there for a minute. But the the football program actually began. Yeah, with uh, in like Howard the late nineties with yeah. Howard Schnellenberger, who yeah. won the national championship for the University of Miami. Yeah, early two thousands. Yeah, right. Florida Atlantic University. Mm-hmm. Is in the Sweet 16? Yeah. I mean, what I'm getting at is, is that yes, I think it's great that 11 conferences are represented because it proves that everybody legitimately has a shot in the yeah. NCAA tournament. Now, historically, though, once you get to the Sweet 16, Elite Eight, Final Four, you don't want to see these underdogs because everybody likes to see the Blue Bloods. And historically, that's caused ratings to come down. I am curious to see if that trend changes now, right? Because NIL has changed things. To your point, more fans are more interested in their teams now because they feel like they have a legitimate shot. But that hasn't translated to television, okay? So I am definitely curious to see. I love a good under. Underdog. I feel like you and I are good underdogs. You think so, do you? Oh, yeah. Listen, I think we have the best show on this station, okay? You're, you're very bashful when it comes to talking about that. I, I have said that for a long time. 
And, you know, look, Mason Ireland are absolutely the OGs of L.A. Sports Talk Radio. I'm not trying to deny that. Iconic. But but I think there comes a time where, you know, you're no longer the best show. Have they reached that time? You could still be the most iconic show, Uh but not the best show at the moment. Okay, I see the distinction. Travis and Slee are still, they're they're still young together. Up and coming. You and I have known each other for 20 years. More. Now, people didn't get the bickering at first, but now the people that get the bickering... They love the I don't get it myself. I yeah. mean, I personally don't understand it. I walk into the Staples yeah. Center. The cops are high-fiving me. The EMT guys are like, yo, you and Sedano are hilarious. I'm like, which part? They're like, when you guys bitch at each other. I'm like, really? You guys like that? And they're yeah. like, yeah, we love it. So, I and I have also said numerous times that management here doesn't get the show. Is that, I've said that before. You, you have said that. Yeah. That management doesn't get the show. And that they love Mason and Ireland. I get it because they've been here forever. And I feel like at times management has worked against us. Really? Yeah, in the sense they they play defense against us. Not like maybe openly, although maybe occasionally openly, but definitely subconsciously, right? I have said that repeatedly over time. It's not a new thing that I'm saying, right? I just haven't said it in a minute. But then last week... What happened last week? During Live Imaging Tuesday, which Lit. is, which by the way, where the hell is Chris Morales again today? He's just schmoozing at the circle jerk again today? Like, whatever. Like, just come and do your job, bro. Okay? Wow. Wow. Mason, Mason is texting me now. Hold What's on. What's he saying? Let's see what Mason oh, no. is texting. Hold on. Let's see what oh, he's texting. Oh, no. He says, I love your show, but the best show on the station? Yes. I didn't stutter, bro. Okay? Oh. oh. So, oh. but Jeez. what I said was stutter. that management mm-hmm. has played against us. You're listening to this show, aren't you, Mason? So you love the show. Um, but management has he worked against always listen to his own show. Worked against woo. Worked against us, right? And nothing would be more blatant than to say it on the air, which that didn't happen. The program director of this station said on Mason no. Ireland on lit last week. No, no, in no. June. All right, and we will f- announce it in April once we get past pickleball. And Kaplan once again the favor to win host of the year. Um, I don't know. I boss Amanda's in there. Our boss, the great Amanda Brown, I think he's tailed off a bit since last year's No, he's great. I think the afternoon show's tailed off a well, little see, bit. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Is it- Whoa. I mean, those. Uh, the, I didn't doctor that tape. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Now, I know Mason did not take a, did not, did not step into that. He didn't step, and Morales was like, whoa, all right, here we go. Like, he didn't want to get into that. But, you know, when I say those things, I don't just make them up. Like, I'm not trying to do the Michael Jordan Kobe thing where I'm making up like slights, although I do like doing that occasionally. I mean, but in this instance, they play defense against us. I did not hear that. Yeah. That happened live on the radio. On the, you want to hear again? Yeah, sure. In okay. June. All right. And we will f- announce. Let me anna- talking about the Mandy's. Okay. The Mandy's. Which our, we dominated. We dominated named, last year. By the way, named after a listener that tweeted us on this show after our boss, Amanda Brown. Mandy. Get it? I got it. Yeah. All right. In okay. June. All right. And we will f- announce it in April once we get past pickleball. And Kaplan once again the favor to win host of the year. Um, I don't know. I, boss Amanda's in there. Our boss, the great Amanda Brown. I think he's tailed off a bit since last year's No, he's great. I think the afternoon show's tailed off a well, little see, bit. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Is it- Whoa. And this all happened live on the radio. I mean, tailed off. I mean, look, I would say that occasionally, and here's what I said at the Mandy's last year when we won Pain in the Ass of the Year or whatever the hell this award was called. I almost cursed. Um, Don't want to do that again. I like when you curse. I know you do. But I said, look, (laughs) Laura's like, I don't. Yeah. I said that sometimes this show gets a little real, right? A little raw. Right. And sometimes, you know, you and I, we and I fight, we laugh about it later. But sometimes occasionally one of us gets annoyed with each other 
And it's rarely you and me, but sometimes me, me and one of the girls, or you and one of the girls, or the girls with one of us, and that happens. So if that's tailing off because we're being real and honest with each other, that's fine. But we're still one dysfunctional, happy family. But, you know, the way Mason set that up, he says Kaplan again in June, f- all right. and we will f- announce Listen. it in April once we get past says. Pickleball. And Kaplan once again the favor to win host of the year. Okay, hold it right there. Uh, hold it right there. Hold on, hold on. No, I, boss I Amanda's in there. Our boss, the great Amanda Brown. I Kaplan once again favorite to win host of the year. I wasn't the favorite going into last year. You were year. the huge underdog. I was, dude, I was 35 to 1. Yeah. You were like, um, uh, you know, who in this? You're I like was, Fairly Dickinson. I was like Seabiscuit. No, Seabiscuit was the big favorite. Dude. Oh, he was? Okay, yeah, I mean, I was like... Um, I thought you were a horse racing guy. I was guy. like... Uh, Wait a second. Fine. How are you the horse racing guy? Not no I was trying biscuit. to make a, a Seabiscuit reference. I was... I What was the horse's name that won the, the Kentucky Derby at 50 to 1? What was his name? Anybody yeah. know? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Know. You're the horse racing guy. I forgot his name. Stable Wars, Cappy. That's right. Stable Wars. Hey, look. You're right. I am the fair. I was the Fairly Dickinson last year. I was the Florida Atlantic University. I wasn't the favorite. I mean, Steve Mason was the Alabama last year, George. You were the UCLA last year. Okay. I was the UCLA. Yeah, that's right. You were a number two seed. Oh, you say, because Mason was the front runner. He was the Alabama. No question. Yeah, I mean, John Ireland was very much a Kansas, yeah. a Purdue yeah. kind yeah. of a character. Right, I would agree. You're fairly Dickinson. Dude, I had no chance whatsoever. True story. Again. True story. You were you were three quarters hard today. You were full hard that day. Let me tell you something right now. You needed to wear those black Air Force Ones that day. Big time. Yeah. We were driving to the Mandy's that day, Rachel and I. And she said to me, I hope for your own sake, you don't get completely shut out and humiliated tonight. But, right. But I think that's what's probably going to happen. Right. And as it turns out, we took home the hardware. Steve Mason just texted me. He said this year, he's Creighton. He's Creighton. Now, Creighton, if you're looking at the tournament, is one of these teams' offensive firepower. Okay? They've got a lot going for them. They get hot. They're hard to stop. So that still means, Mace, you still got a shot, which I believe you should win. Because as you saw at the pickleball tournament, I love showing reverence to Mason. I have told Mason, and they know this, when they were on TV, me and Mason's mom, the only people watching them. I watched. No, you didn't. I swear to you, I loved it. I don't I'm believe so it. jealous. I was like, these guys again on TV? Yeah. Well, but yeah. that's what you were, you were hate watching. No, I wasn't hate watching. I, mean, I was you just said watching. you were jealous. I was jealous, but it doesn't mean I was hating. Me. And then he would have Freddie Prinz on the show, and I was like, how's that happen? Why Prinz? It's and Prince. It, yeah. yeah. With a C and E? With a Z. But Prince. it's Prince. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's Prince. Junior. It's not Prince. That's how he pronounces it. Prince. It's his name. Anyway, whatever. I was very jealous. And now Steve Mason says he's a Creighton? Yeah. Well, I'm still an FAU. <laughs> That's right. You know what I say? Tell me. You're more like an FU. Oh, really? Yeah. Like a tofu. Yeah. <laughs> If you were listening to the first hour, that joke was really funny. All right, Big Deal or No Deal is next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks, Christopher. All right, Lindsay, you take it away. Thanks, Sedano. Sorry, I was plugging in my uh, headphones. I have, like, one of those faulty headphone adapters. Anyway. So, guys, Slam Ball is officially coming back. I love Slam Ball. Yeah, love me some Slam Ball. The sport, which combines basketball with trampolines, has become a social media sensation nearly 20 years after going off the air on Spike TV. The renewed interest in Slam Ball has convinced big money investors to bring it back, and the sport will return this July with a six-week regular season and one week of playoffs in Las Vegas, of all places. Several high-profile investors in the sport include Blake Griffin, Michael Rubin, and Gary Vee. Is this a big oh, deal? Cappy's guy. Yeah. Love Gary Vee. Yeah, is this a big deal or no deal? Cappy, I feel like you've got words. Yeah, I don't off. know if I'd call it a big deal, but I mean... Do you I, like Slam Ball? I, did, I liked Slam Ball. Did you guys like it? Yeah. I mean, I think it's cool. I, I thought it was kind of fun, I, and I think the reason I liked it is because I remember, this was like 20 years ago, I don't remember what lot it was on, but it's very close to down here in downtown L.A., but I remember going to the lot and um, I may have even like I might have auditioned for like the play-by-play job. I'm trying to remember who the girl was, the for famous. Slamball? Yeah, I think so. Oh man, that's awesome. I think I once auditioned also for the job for um, American Ninja Warrior. No, 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 but I would love to do that. Yeah. Um, especially with Akbar Baja Biamila, or is it is it the other Baja Biamila? No, it is Akbar Baja Biamila. So what's the other game? The one that um, Wipeout. Yeah, Wipeout. That's I once, an ESP ABC property. Yeah, I think I that was Joe Tessitore and John Anderson. Yeah, I think I yeah. once auditioned for that, too, years ago. Pre-my ESPN employment. Now I can Did get those get jobs, job? no problem. No, of course yeah, not. They gave them the ESPN guys. Um, but I liked Slam Ball. It was fun. You know, like those trampolines and guys flying through the air. I was good made-for-TV, like, sort of sports entertainment. It probably belongs on, like, the Ocho. No? Yeah. No, I liked it. And anything that Gary I would love so, to I'm be in. part of the Ocho. Um, they they do that every year. Um, I would still love to be part of the Ocho. Yeah. I, I they did it one year here out of L.A. They did like a studio thing, mm-hmm. uh, like a video game thing, and I just I couldn't make it that day. But I I got asked to do it once, and I just never got asked because I couldn't do it that one time. Yeah, for me, uh, given my stomach issues, I'm probably more equipped to be on the Deuce. Oh, jeez, it's a pretty good joke. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Barely made it here today. I mean, you know, it's why the show is tailed off. Barely made it here today. I'll it's tell you that right now. We're tailing off, guys. Yep. By the way, George, if they asked you to uh, do play-by-play for Slam Ball, considering it's just a little six-week thing, would you do it? 
Uh, I yeah, I mean, I guess sure. Why not? Wait, is it going to be on like a major network? It, they hasn't said anything about it yet, other than that it's going to be in Las Vegas and it's going to be a six week long regular season. Hmm. You know, it's just like a little mini. Depends on the taping. I don't want to miss the show. That's yeah. true. Especially since we're tailing off. Well, you know what? The <laughs> other thing is, is that you know, really, the color commentator doesn't have to be a basketball expert. Right. It just needs to be like a guy who can see things and then they come up with stuff right away. Yeah. So if they hired us as oh, a team, you want us to work together. Well, and then I think we could do the show from there, and then we could do the show from there. Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. See? Don't the Yamaha people own the Palms? They do. They do. Oh, there we go. We can just do the show from there. We can stay there, no problem. Talk to your folks. Make I will. Plan. I'll, I'll see everybody plan. at Yamaha on Thursday. Yeah. Everybody's going to be there. So are we going to have like a cool place to hang out during the Super Bowl? We can get like the Palms presidential suite or something? We are talking about that right now. Okay. They've got a really good nightclub. Even still to this day, the Palms has this killer Ghost nightclub. Bar? Is that what it's called, Ghost Bar? It used bar? to be. I yeah. don't know if it's the same one. And you're like, I don't know, whatever is 100 you know, stories up in the yeah. air. And they've got like this window where you're, like, you're looking down through the floor, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Unless you, have a, unless you have a yeah, healthy fear of heights. Know, heights, right? Yeah. Then maybe not so No, cool. then you probably will throw up. Then maybe you'd need like to do what you do, which is soil yourself. Hey, uh, Beto Duran, sending a shout out to you. I appreciate you uh, sending that picture earlier today where I'm rocking those Depends undergarments. Yeah. Um, yeah, listen, it is not easy. I'm telling you right now, I had to pull over today. I was about 20 minutes out. What's wrong with your bowels? And I had to pull over. Cappy, why haven't you gone to see a doctor yet? We've been talking about this for months. Yeah, maybe you have uh, IBS. Maybe. You, there's do you know what IBS is? I mean, be. I've heard the commercial. Irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I do. Take some probiotics or something. I do. I take them every day. What kind of probiotics are you taking? AG1. What the hell is that? Athletic Greens. Clearly, it's... It's not working. Not working. Properly. What do you mean? No, that's not working. Maybe get like real dose. probiotics. It just—it started this morning. I was walking around in my bathrobe, and I was like, "Uh oh!" <laughs> and you don't want to—you don't want to have an "uh oh" moment when you're wearing your bathrobe. <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing else. Right, because then all of a sudden, stopping it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> TMI. And the dog don't clean up after me the way I clean up after him. You feel me? What's next, oh Linz? Oh, I don't know if I can move on from that one. Mm. Uh, Rick Ross's pet buffaloes are becoming a nuisance to his neighbors. The Buffaloes, one of whom is named Timbuktu. Wait. Start that sentence again? The Buffalo. No, no, no. The, who has the Buffaloes? Rick, Rick Ross's pet Buffalo. Buffaloes. Oh, okay. Where's buffalo. this at? I'm uh, guessing well, if in, let me finish, probably Kathy, in South Florida I'll somewhere. Tell ya. Really? Well, one of his Buffalo are named Timbuktu, and the group of them have roamed beyond his massive 280-acre promised land estate in Georgia hmm. on multiple occasions and most recently begun grazing on their neighbor's land. The rapper admitted that the animals belonged to him and addressed his neighbor's concerns on an Instagram post. Yeah. A response for my bulls, my buffaloes that got away in the community. This is my response. I always return straight animals. Make sure you always keep a collar on your animal. And mine don't have a collar because you know it's mine. So when you see my buffalo... Give it a carrot. Give it an apple. They so kind. They so peaceful. So he said, like, basically, thanks, everybody, for looking out for my uh, buffaloes while they run away. But if you see them, they're kind. They're not going to hurt you. Just give them a carrot. Yeah, there so, you go. Shout out to the Teflon Don. Right. So if Rick Ross was your neighbor, would it be a big deal if his buffaloes wandered over into your yard? Cappy? Hmm. I feel like if Rick, you were neighbors with Rick Ross, you'd okay. just want to be at his house all the time. No, we would definitely be homies. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> would you call him the Teflon Don? Uh, probably not. No? I'd call him Double R. Oh. You know? Mm. Yeah, I don't know if he goes by that. How about RR? No. No. John Gotti? How about Rick Rossi? Mm. Anyway, look, 
You know when you ever drive somewhere and you see a big wide open field? Yeah. And there's a bunch of cows in the field? Correct. You think to yourself, whose cows are those? Yeah. Like, who feeds those cows? Right. Who takes care of those cows? Where are those cows going? I don't know. And so it kind of strikes me as a little bit strange that Rick Ross doesn't have his buffalo fenced in. I mean, those buffalo just roam? Well, I guess they escaped or, or something. <laughs> there, there's not too many details, but it's it was all over the interwebs because I guess his neighbors called the police because they, they said that they were worried about them attacking their children. And he was like, no, they just want to eat some grass. That's all. They're, they're vegans. They're vegetarians. They don't, they're not eat meat eaters. Your really? Kids are not, your kids are safe, yeah. So um, we have a tweet in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust from Dustin Bingham. Yeah, what's his deal? At Dust Bing. Yeah. He says he has the buffaloes on his property uh, in Atlanta, and he has them for tax purposes. In the state of Atlanta, I'm reading what here. What state of Atlanta? Where do you oh, get I'm sorry, it? the state of Georgia. Georgia. Okay, I thought this Bing guy didn't know the difference. Yeah, no, that's me. Oh, uh, you don't the know the si- difference. The st- state of Georgia, yeah. um, it, I believe there's a tax exemption for agricultural endeavors oh really yes yes and he loves he's like big into landscaping like mm-hmm. he always is showing pictures of his yard and landscaping so and he likes to cut his grass some so people then, are into that yeah so them like grazing on his lawn not like me. helps him yeah, keep his neither. grass from yeah, growing yeah i'm good yeah i don't want to cut any grass yeah i used to cut grass when i was a kid for money that's the deal yeah that's why i don't want to cut grass anymore you know how much weed whacking i did yeah a lot you know how many times i washed my neighbor's cars as a kid a lot that's so why I don't want to do it. Any, I don't want to cut grass or wash cars. I loved cutting the grass. When I owned my house, I loved cutting the grass. I thought it was like a nice, like peaceful meditation. Some people thing. like that. You know, I, I, I took up gardening during the pandemic. Like, it was cool. I did it with the kids. We planted like uh, little plants and stuff. It was fun. It was nice, actually. Did you grow any herbs? Uh, I think we grew like uh, basil. Oh, oh, really? A good one. Yeah. And did you have tomatoes? Success? You have we success grew tomatoes. Rate? Yeah, high success rate. I wouldn't say high, but we had a success rate. You ate your own tomatoes? Uh, yeah, I think my wife did. Yeah, she made your them. wife ate your tomatoes. Well, she made the she grew them. It was oh. hers. Oh, they were her. They tomatoes. were her tomatoes. Got it. So not we yours. ate them. Yes. Okay, so you ate your wife's. I'm tomatoes. not a huge tomato person because I I get like GERD, oh, so really? I don't oh. want to get oh, the. That's too bad. As you called it, the acidy yeah. uh, issues going. What about cucumbers? You grow any cucumbers? Oh, I love cucumbers. Yeah. Yeah. A big old head of lettuce. Yeah. Carrots. No carrots. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a nice garden. Yeah. It's no longer there because the, you know, last summer it was so damn hot. It just killed everything. Oh, I thought maybe the gophers ate them. The gophers haven't gotten there because the um, the garden is on a little bit of a higher ground than the regular ground. And the gophers can't get up there? They don't for whatever reason. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Maybe they're I, afraid I, those gophers drive me insane. I know they do. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Linz. All right, so the concept of jersey swapping sometimes feels a little strange, but... Oh, I saw this. You're talking about the Kyrie one? Yeah, it was super awkward for Dylan Brooks and Kyrie Irving. (laughs) After the Grizzlies defeated the Mavs last night, Brooks attempted to exchange jerseys with Kyrie. And while Kyrie seemed to have no issues gifting his jersey, he completely blew off Dylan Brooks. Well, the funny part is, if you're Dylan Brooks, you're thinking he's going to swap jerseys with you because Kyrie took his jersey off. Dylan Brooks then takes his off, and Kyrie just gives him like a dap and like leans his shoulder and keeps it moving. So wait, like, so Kyrie did not take Dylan Brooks' no, jersey? No. I, I retweeted And Kyrie did not give him his jersey either. I would think that if you're Dylan Brooks, you're like, hey, if there's one guy in this league that'll do a jersey sh- swap with me, it's Kyrie. No. Kyrie had his jersey off. Dylan Brooks then took his, like, hey, I'm going to give you mine. Let's swap. And Kyrie just came in, gave him a quick dap, and kept it moving. Really didn't want a Dylan Brooks jersey. Nope. I retweeted it, Cap. If you want to check out the video, 
at Lindsay Baseball. My, yeah, on my Twitter. Because it's it's pretty funny. It but, was hilarious. Yeah, I, I saw it last night and I almost put it in the group chat, but it was already super late, so I was like, I don't want to text them. But anyway. That was nice of you. Um, Someone brought it up to Kyrie in the postgame presser, and he was like, yeah, I saw that after the game. I'll probably get it next time. <laughs> probably next time, but not this time. You know, I was already on to the next thing. Oh, really? Make yeah. him earn it. So, uh, is this a big deal or no deal? I mean, it's a big deal because it's all over the internet, and it, and it was really it funny. literally was on Sports Center last night. Yeah. I saw it on Sports Center um, with Zubin and John Anderson yesterday. But the um, yeah, I mean, it's a big deal because of that. I mean, I don't think in the grand scheme of it, it's that big of a deal, but it is a big deal because it became like a viral moment. Well, what, what I think is funny about it, what makes it a big deal, is that Dylan Brooks thought, you know what, me and Kyrie. Like, we're equals. So, like, he's going to want mine, I'm going to want his. Nope. And Kyrie's like, who are you? Well, he said he loved Kyrie. He's always loved Kyrie. Like, watched him when he was younger, so he's a big fan of his. But he also was talking smack, saying, I'm going to defend and make his life hell, right. blah, blah, blah. He's been talking about that for weeks, um, you know, even when Kyrie was in Brooklyn. And Kyrie just, like, he's not anti-Dylan Brooks. Like, one time he patted him on the butt and kept it moving. You know, like... I, I yeah like I, but it, they're not like that like clearly Kyrie's not that interested in his jersey. I I wondered if it was a big deal because I wondered if maybe now Dylan Brooks seeing that he kind of made like a fool of him I guess in a way even though he probably didn't mean it. It doesn't think uh, doesn't look like he me- totally meant, it, meant it. But might Dylan, have. Dylan Brooks know. might turn around and like you know make make Kyrie like he's going to talk well, about him. Dylan Dylan Brooks needs to, is going to serve another suspension because now he's got 18 technicals because after you get 16 every two you're getting suspended again. So He's got a couple more of those left then. He might We'll see. All right. Do we have time I mean, for Draymond's one already talking about him getting ba- you know, he gets baited a lot. So, um, I mean, what the hell? Why not? Do you want to you want to do it what right here or do you want to just save it for the other side? I will just do it here real quick. Okay. Uh, the American Kennel Club said that registration data from 2022 revealed that there is a new top dog in regards to the most popular breed. The AKC said that for the past 31 years, Labrador Retrievers have topped its yearly list of the most popular. But this year, a new dog has taken the top spot for the first time. In data from 2022, do you have any guesses as to which dog it is, Sedano? Sedano. It's a Frenchie. It is. It's a Frenchie. Yeah. I could not fool you. It beat the Golden Retriever or whatever, or the Labrador the or lab, whatever. Yeah, for 31 years. 31 yeah. years, the labs, everyone wants a lab, but now all of a sudden everyone wants a Frenchie. That's why uh, our boy Big Perk went into the Frenchie business. Yeah. I mean, that's why Chewy's have Frenchie. I love my Frenchie. Cappy yeah. does not love his Frenchie. Well, here's the thing, is that now that I know that the Frenchie is like the most popular dog, now I don't like having a Frenchie. Guys are so cute. You know, I just, listen, my kids are all like, oh, dad, when I get older, I'm going to have a Frenchie. I'm like... Don't get a Frenchie. Go to the kennel and save a dog and, and you know, take home a dog that, that, you know, needs a home. We got a breeder kind of Frenchie eight years ago. I love this dog. Okay. Jack. But but he hates everybody. This dog hates everybody. I mean, you he bit Rachel in the booty. That's true. Yeah. Right in the tuchus. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And he bites everybody. And he, he like, goes after everybody. Aww. You know, and it's just, it's a horrible personality trait this dog has. That's I mean, weird. usually that's on the owner. Yeah, I was going to say, because the Frenchies I know are super nice, super well, cute. You want to know who the owner is? Uh, yes, eh. Yes. You. No. No. No, it's who? his, it's his ex. ex-wife. Oh. There's no such thing as bad dogs, just bad owners. Now, the yeah. dog lives with me. That's why I don't want her to get the Lomi, is why I put it in Julia's name. <laughs> the dog lives with me, but he is technically the property of the ex. She took mm-hmm. care of him. Yep. Er, in the early formative years. Yep. Yeah. We should introduce him to uh, Chewy because Chewy's so fun and playful. He loves nah, going to want to bite Chewy. Yeah, dude. he likes he likes a little play biting. Somebody just sent me like doggy CBD biscuits. Oh, I'll dude. give him some of that. Yeah. I'm going to try and chill him out. You've been saying that for weeks. But you I tried him you know, yet? Well, you know why? Because um, 
this, the, these people asked me for my address and I gave them my P.O. box. I have a mm-hmm. P.O. box where people As send me should. stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? And so I, the box came and then I, I had it at Rachel's house and there were like these other CBD like facial masks that mm-hmm. she and I are going to try. You know, because I want skin so like Sedano's. The doggy biscuits? Yeah, and the doggy biscuits are still sitting in the box. Oh, oh. then just give it to him. Haven't taken them home. I mean, put the mask on and give him the biscuits They're and see how it goes. Yeah. 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 We got, um, the booze mom gave me CBD for my dog so we can like do the nails and you know, all that stuff. My mom saw it and she was like, you are not drugging my dog. And I was like, mom, she doesn't let you groom her because she's like super afraid of everything. And my mom literally takes the doggy weed and throws it in the trash. And she's like, you Aww. are not drugging my dog she was so mad oh wow so now i'm trying to like disguise i actually have a friend whose dog was you know uh, terminally ill and they gave him those biscuits and the dog had a great life until the end really that's what happened with sammy he was old he was like almost 14 Mm -hmm. and he he was you know he was at the way in there and that helped him he started running again once i started feeding him the cbd treats helped him a lot Mm. helps with their joints and mm-hmm. it helps calm them down a little bit. There's the CBD helps the dogs with their joints, huh? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Okay. By the way, real quick, I just want to point out that, Cappy, you have a P.O. box because you don't want people to know your address. But when you send out packages to listeners and people you don't know, you put your return address on them. Just, just remember. Just out. Just remember. It was my son oh, okay. who okay. sent the hats to listeners. <laughs> okay. And I, I never said to him, hey, these are people who listen to the show. Don't <laughs> okay. put our home address on there. Okay. Which is weird because a lot of times I get home and they're just all there at my house. You know, like all these listeners are just hanging out in my house. <laughs> like, hey, we we know your address. We came to hang out. No one showed Cook up dinner. Yet. Jack. All right. That is big deal or no deal. We uh, broke the clock. So we have one more segment to go. Dealer's choice, because that's all we're going to have time for. I have something I need to talk about. Next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Big spot here in the WBC final. Mike Trout is at the plate, trailing 3-1, to one, Japan leading, top of the seventh. It looked like he got hit on the hands, but Thought I guess so. on, on replay, it looked like it hit the barrel of the bat first. So Trout, 0-1 count, two runners on, first and second. Here's the pitch. Trout hits it into right field. Right fielder coming in, gets the ball there, makes the catch. So Trout with a shallow fly there, and there's now one out with two runners on, and time is running out for Team USA here. All right, well, there you go. Who's coming up next? I don't know. I don't know the batting order. Nor do I. Yeah. Don't have it committed to memory. Yeah, but I'll tell you in a second because someone will be coming up shortly. All right, here we go. Now we're looking at Trout in the dugout. Yeah, and in this case, you're here, so you won't be getting it in delay like you've been getting it. The last couple days. I know. I need you to give me 30 seconds. When no. I'm broadcasting from home, you got to give me 30 seconds. No. You need to get better TV service. Well, I mean, who do I talk to? I don't know. I mean, I got Cox. You know? Paul Goldschmidt is up. Swing and a miss. Strike one. 0-1 count. Mm-hmm. You guys are laughing because of all the innuendo we've had today. 0-3, by that. the way, Paul Goldschmidt. couple of strikeouts. 
me ask you guys a question, and you'll continue to do play-by-play here, but in between, so I'm, I'm driving up from south-south L.A. today, and I got to go to the bathroom just absolutely desperately. So I, And I just, I should have gotten off oh, the freeway. Is this choice? Yeah, this is oh, okay. choice. And I needed to... Um, I need to go to the bathroom, so I pull over. I, I get off the freeway. And we should have dealer's choice music. We we definitely need dealer's choice music. 100%. Laura, pick whatever you want. It should sound like a casino. Yeah, you know what I mean. Maybe it's the theme from Casino. Right. I don't what, know. What about like casino, like slot machine, like casino slot machine ambience, works. You know, like mm-hmm. this stuff yeah, in the background. It's dealer's choice. So I pull over at this in and out. Uh oh, looks like I grounded into a double play. Oh my That's it. god. Japan out of the inning. Yep. Three one going to the bottom Tyson of the seventh. gets out of the inning and yep three one going into the bottom of the seventh. So Otani's uh, coming up. Kondon, Otani, and Yoshida up to bat two three four for Japan. So the meat of their order. Yeah. Wow. Oh, we're running out of time, USA. Yeah. U S A. U S A. All right. Go ahead. Dealer's choice. Anyway, so, so you got to poop. So I get off the freeway. Yeah. And the closest thing I can get to is an in and out. So I pull into this in and out, and I. Uh, what about your? Uh, it was I was already north. Where was that uh, that place you like? Ortega that? Highway. Another falafel place. There's, oh no, that's Z falafel. Yeah. Oh no, but you're right. There is another place uh, in Orange County that I like, but I'm way past. Man. Okay. I'm like 20 minutes out of downtown LA. Yeah. So I pull over. There's this In and Out, and um, I park my car at the In and Out, and there's a guy outside in the In and Out like line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's unbelievable. Like if you wanted an In and Out burger, this was the time of day to get one because it was like 11 o'clock in the morning. There was no line. So I say to this young man, I say, Hey man. Um, I want to use the bathroom and then, you know, like, can I order through you? And he's like, yeah, you can, you know, just go ahead, man. So he gives me the code to the bathroom. I go into the bathroom. I do some stuff, you know, I come out and I don't know, do I have to order to this guy like face to face, even though I'm not in my car? Do I need to get in my car and get into the drive through line? Truth be told, I didn't want to order anything. I just didn't want to use their bathroom without buying anything. But when I walked out, the guy had his back to me. So I like hustled to my car and pulled out and didn't acknowledge him or say anything to him like, hey, I've changed my mind or like, yo, I got stomach problems. I can't be eating this right now. Right, right. You know, so I, I kind of just went behind his back and, and walked out. Is that OK to do like when you're in a desperate situation, you use somebody's bathroom without buying something from them? I mean, you probably shouldn't is what I would say. Girls, what do you say? I don't think it's that big of a deal because, I mean, you got to go, you got to go. What else are you going to do? You know, well, then just to make matters worse, and then I get to the office here, right? So now I'm in the handicap stall here at the ba- at the uh, the office, and I'm kind of just playing on my phone, going through tweets, answering emails. I'm just relaxing, you know. And um, the cleaning lady like peeks her head into the men's room, and she's like, "Hello," and I'm like, "Hey, I'm in here." And she's like, "Okay," and then I go back to my phone. And I'm just playing with my phone. I'm tweeting. I'm emailing the whole thing, right? And finally, like five ten minutes later, I'm like, "Oh my god, she's probably like waiting outside the bathroom for me." Probably. You know? Like I feel so bad. So I'm hoping that she's in the ladies' room, cleaning the ladies' room. I come out of the bathroom, and there she is, like, standing there, oh. like, staring at me. Like, you <laughs> like you must be so sick. Like, what am I about to walk into? So yeah. I'm, like, trying to, like, tell her, like, hey, I was just sitting there on my phone, like, relaxing. It's not like it's, like, it's not like I made a big mess or... I mean, you did. But I was just relaxing on my phone, and, and she just had that look, like, you've had me standing out here. You knew I was out here trying to clean the bathroom. You couldn't hurry up? felt bad about that. Again, so, you got to go, you got to go. So Kathy. two experiences today where I kind of felt bad. Kind of. Yeah. Kinda but not felt. not really. Well, I mean, I did. I mean, I felt You were embarrassed. Yeah, both right. times. It wasn't that you felt bad. Yeah. It yeah. was you were embarrassed. Yes, That's an right. excellent yes, distinction. Nice though. job of interpreting my feelings. Yeah. Happy if this keeps you. happening, you just need to go to the doctor. We've been yelling out off of You got IBS, tops, bro. You know? <laughs> just saying, bro. You think Happy. so? 
We yeah. love you. Go Thanks. to a doctor. Well, this morning I had two cups of coffee. Go see a gastroenterologist. I have. And what did he say? Really? He said, I'm fine. No, he, no, no way. Fine. Yeah, when no I got a colonoscopy. Yeah. When? And when How I got the endoscopy. How long ago was that? When was that? Three years ago? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to go again every year. Just tell him you keep pooping yourself. I'm not pooping myself. <laughs> I mean, you're coming close. <laughs> I am getting close. Right. That's not, not normal. So you're going to wait until you finally well, do. Well, you need you to depend. that point. And then you're going to go. <laughs> well, didn't you see the picture that, that was funny. That Beto put out there today where yeah. I was rocking the depends? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Do you need those? I don't know if I do. If I don't, I, I don't know. I just, today, twice, I felt terrible. Horrible. I was so embarrassed. Yeah. All right, we're done here. Yeah, let's get out of here. This is good uh, music right here, Laura. Okay, good. I'll keep it. Dealer's choice. Yeah. All right, we're done here. Cappy, excellent work. Outstanding. Don't poop yourself on the way home. No, I'm going to clear out before I, yeah. I go home. Yeah. No pun intended. Sorry that we tailed off here at the end. Well, it's not me. It's you. Okay. Definitely me. Uh, excellent work, Lindsay and Lauda. What's coming up next, Lauda? ESPN Radio. Yeah. Oh, ESPN Radio. Freddie Coleman, my pal. And uh, Ian uh, Fitzsimmons, he'll they'll join you in just a moment.